Our guest today is Matt Kosheski. Matt, thanks for joining us. You're a guest right now at Kathy's house, and maybe you could tell us first a little bit about yourself. Originally from Medford, Wisconsin, and uh, I lived in Milwaukee for the past 20 years or so, and I worked at Milwaukee Police Department in data and software development uh, for the past seven years, and then um, and I wanted to change, and I, I got a. I went. I moved to Naples um, a year ago, May, for uh, a job opportunity that I had, and uh, took it. And it, it, everything was going really well until February, and uh, life was turned upside down for me. So, um, but I, I, I play a little hockey. I, I like to hunt and fish, and uh, play a little golf. And that's that. Those are my main hobbies. So, I ended up here. Um, Back in February, I was coming back to Wisconsin for uh, the funeral of my offensive line coach from Valparaiso University and uh, ended up uh, going to ER and uh, obviously they found some things. And You said that you were, you were down in Naples, uh, had mm-hmm. lived there for about a year, um, came back up. What, what were your symptoms? Like what put you... You didn't come up here to go into the hospital. So how no. were you feeling that, that you ended up in the hospital? Yeah, it was, it was uh, leukemia bruises and those can happen. It's, it's a, it's a condition of low platelets and I didn't even hardly knew what a platelet was. And I had my friends down in Naples to golf four or five of them came down and we were in a hotel room and the one voice of reason he's an, he's an anesthesiologist and it was Jason from, uh, Indianapolis. Um, he looks over at me and he says, he says, Matt, you have bruises all over your body. I go, what do you mean? I look down and I, I've got three bruises on my stomach that are the size of a tennis ball, one on my arm, one on my wrist, and then uh, one on my upper leg. And I said to him, I said, do I need to go to ER right now? And he said, well, just we'll, we'll watch it. And then he goes, just go Monday. Well, Monday came around and I was just busy at work Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday I had a weird, uh, bloody nose in the shower that and then it just wouldn't go away I, I sat at my office bleeding um just lightly bleeding but it just wouldn't go away and I looked at the blood and it was like watercolor paint so I knew something was wrong and it wasn't clotting like it should have and so I, when I when I landed I, I got got an uber took it to I, I keep a pickup truck here so I got to my pickup truck and I thought I better just if I'm gonna you know go out you know go to this funeral out of state it's, it's actually in Indiana and then drive up and play hockey i better go get a blood test so i went and got a blood test and i'll never forget the look on the this young doctor's face when he came back with the results it was you could just see it in his eyes and he said I, my machine might have malfunctioned but you're at like five thousand platelets right now so you're you, you need to go to er immediately and then everything pretty much uh, escalated from there significantly escalated so i made it to milwaukee somehow and when you when you have low platelets that the even though the plane is pressurized, it isn't safe. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing safe about flying. You know, I have some excellent friends in Florida, but they're limited in numbers, unlike in Wisconsin here, where I have my whole family here and lots of friends. And having that support has been great. So you came back in February, you find out this news. Have you been here ever since? I have. Yep. I've not been back home since, well, home. I've not been back to my home in Florida since I left. Yeah. And what were you diagnosed with? Um, it's called 
ALL or acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And then within that realm of cancer, within the ALL realm, there's several different types. I do know my flavor, the, the Philadelphia one is very serious. It's one of the ones that you don't really want. Fortunately, most leukemias, including mine, are very treatable with, with some good medical care. You can you can, it, it, you can actually, it can be very curative. The, the things they apply are cures. They're not just band-aids. So in my case, um, with my transplant, I had a, I had a allogenic bone marrow stem cell transplant. That is, that represents a 100% cure. It's not hundred percent guarantee that it works. Statistically, it's a little scary, um, but you have a chance to survive. And when did you get the transplant? The the precursor to getting the transplant is you have to be in remission from that. You, you, you've got to be cancer-free. The long and short of it was the first two weeks I was on uh, regular chemo and it didn't touch it. I had 95% of my leukemia cells left after two weeks. I got another biopsy after that that showed that. And then um, they put me on a new drug, which was not available for frontline cancer care, even a year ago called Blincytel. Um, it was invented by a couple of German researchers and so this drug essentially seeks and destroys leukemia cells. It's unbelievable what it does. And after seven days, my platelets were coming back. And within 14 days, they were at a number that is was over the minimum normal of 140,000. So I actually, before my transplant, I got back up to 235,000 platelets-ish, which is amazing. It's more than most normal people. About that time that I was starting to get into remission, my two sisters and my brother, they all took tests to see if they would be matches. The sisters were partial matches, and I think they could have done it. But when you're a partial match, that's tough on the patient. Mm -hmm. My brother was a perfect match. He was a 12 out of 12. I had a very smooth pathway so far. I've been very, very blessed. I, I happened to go to uh, St. Luke's for mine. Well, I went in. I got admitted May 16th. My brother gave his cells like a week or two before. They put them on ice, freeze them right away. Um and then I had my transplant on May 23rd. So that's essentially my rebirth day, what they, they sort of call mm -hmm. it. The big milestone, one of the, the first big milestone is is 100 days. And I let my 100 days on August 31st. So I'm marching quickly towards that. And, um, you know, I don't know what the future holds after that, but I'm glad I made it this far. So Yeah. Let's talk about why you ended up at Kathy's house. And, yeah. um, you know, like, so a lot of people who don't know a lot about cancer would think, well, you get cancer and you're probably in the hospital for a while and then you go home. But yeah. that's not the case for uh, someone who has leukemia, who has to have a bone marrow transplant. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So explain a little bit about how your care is such that you can't just go home. It doesn't yeah. work that way. No, I spent six weeks in the hospital. I do have a sister out in out in Pewaukee. My mom was able to stay with for a while. Once once I became very neutropenic, which is a low it's it's low white blood cell condition, um, along with low neutrophils, um, which are your you know your cells that are fighting illness off. Once I had that condition, my and my mom was with me every day. Then um, I needed to be, especially after trans before right right before and after, I needed. I needed her to be sequestered from kids and any kind of pe people that could potentially infect her or myself. I mean, any little thing like that can kill you when you're going through a transplant. Until you get into remission, for some people like myself, 
you can spike really bad fevers and which I did. I mean, I had 105, 103 multiple times. Um, and those things almost took my life for us. What was scary is just, where do I go? You know, when I'm, when I'm out, where, where can we go that will be safe? And before I knew about Kathy's house, we were looking at really crappy options. And those options included staying at hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about getting another apartment. I mean, I already pay big bucks in Naples for, for, for my living arrangement there. And, um, you know, it, it was like, okay, well, I could probably get something, but I don't know how long I'm going to be there. You know, this is, this, is, this is very difficult, especially in the days of COVID. Um, you're, it's a, the risk to your health is much more serious mm-hmm. because, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this for at least, this is 100 days. The easy math is this is over three months. I have to stay clear of any illness. And that's not easy for three months. How do you navigate that? And without Kathy's house, I believe like this is one of the areas and I wish I was exaggerating on this, but I'm not. Um, I, I, I don't know how I, I survive all this or, or not at least the minute at the very least have a major setback with an illness because, you know, you go to a hotel, you've got kids everywhere, especially in the summertime, there's tournaments sports tournaments all summer long it's loud and you don't want to be the person that's complaining because they're having fun you know and so between people that aren't going to care about masking up you know and don't get me wrong you can throw me right into that pot of people that probably didn't care a whole lot about masking up prior to all of this and now you know for it's totally different for me now like I'm you know for the most part when when any any place I could be at even remotely at risk I, I wear a mask that's one of the nice things, you know, here at Kathy's house, you can't like everybody is in it for each other. Like we, all of us patients and caregivers and the staff, the fact that everybody is aware of the fact that there's a heck of a lot of people here that are immunocompromised, neutropenic, at different levels. We all have a vested interest in keeping each other alive. And that's a really powerful and real statement that, that, I cannot tell you how serious of a statement that is. And that is life-saving to a lot of us here. That's, that is a huge deal. So I, I can't stress that, that enough. And that's been literally priceless. And in the fact that we can come here and, and pay, you know, a rate that is literally about a third of a hotel room, a third of a crappy hotel room. Mm-hmm. And we're staying in a palace like this in a place that, um, is very conducive to healing, not only, like I said, the, the, the administrative staff and the desk staff and the cleaning staff, um, the fact that they are all on your team and, and you've got, to, you've got to like when my mom isn't there's security here that you don't have at a hotel, you know, when a caregiver comes home late at night in the dark, they don't have to worry you know, is, is, is the person at the front desk sleeping? It's, it's the person at the front desk here is watching the cameras and that's great. You know, you can come back here and not have your vehicle stolen, broken into, um, there's, it's, it's everything you would ever want, um, to, to, to have in a situation like this. It takes a huge burden off from a patient perspective. Like I didn't have to worry about my mother at all, but I did but not as much as I would have if she would have been rolling into a, you know, I don't know, one of the, the hotel um, brands around here. So um, 
you know, it's, it, it's, it's really nice. Like they, this model here in Milwaukee, I, I know there's, there's similar models and I haven't really seen pictures, but I know there's one in Jacksonville, Florida. I think Mayo Clinic has one, but these are becoming the standard. And it's pretty cool that Wauwatosa, Milwaukee, that Kathy's house, I think is probably part of one of the, one of the models of the future of um, care for people that have uh, very acute illness that need care when they're out of town. So, um, you know, I, being from Northern Wisconsin originally, um, and a lot of the patients here are from Northern Wisconsin. I, I'll tell you anybody that'll listen, you know, that this, if you're a company in Northern Wisconsin, you, it's might be in your best interest to throw some money at this place occasionally, because, um, this could be one of one of your executive team members. This could be one of your um, customer service or, or sales personnel, you know, or it could be one of your janitors. But somebody at some point is going to need Kathy's house. Another thing I, a lot of people don't realize is that you just need a referral. So if your favorite hospital is Advocate and you want to go to Aurora or if you want to go to, you know, ProHealth, you, you can have your medical provider get call up and get a referral here. You do not need to be going to Freighter. Not, nothing against freighter, but you can go anywhere you want and still go and, and, and stay here. And, and I, so the providers know about it. Um, but I don't think a lot of patients because who, who thinks they're going to get leukemia or who thinks they're going to get a pancreatic cancer or, or, or need a heart transplant. People don't think you, you don't know that. And then all of a sudden you show up and it's like, okay, now what, now what, now what do I do? So Matt, how did you find out about Kathy's house? Yeah, so um, we were, we were. I was at my sister's house, and we were trying to plan out how this transplant was going to work. And actually, it was my sister that Googled it and found it. And then I, I brought it up with my medical provider uh, the next day at the Vincent Barty Clinic. You know, when you when you get cancer, um, usually you get there's a lot of people calling you and you, and they throw a whole team of people behind you, which is really awesome. They made the phone call here to Kathy's house and they were, they got me a referral and that was it. I mean, in Kathy's house, you know, this has become a very busy place as I understand it. It's, it's not like it, it never ever feels packed or even busy for the most part. Um, but I do know that a lot of like, it, like the, it's busy as far as scheduling goes and the rooms are used a lot. It, there, it's very, um, the utilization of the rooms is very high, but like I said, nobody should feel in anything of, you know, any sort of anxiety over, well, it's packed. It's yeah. There, the rooms are full, but the kitchen is so huge. Like it, it doesn't ever feel like there's a lot of people here. Like at the most I've seen in the kitchen area is probably, eight people, six or eight people. And that this is a huge space and there's four or five kitchens up there and then a huge dining area. So yeah, it, it, it's like, where are all the people? But a lot of people are in the room sleeping and resting. And I mean, I did, I've done a lot of sleeping here and cause you need it, you need to rest and, and, and then and people are at appointments. So um, yeah, it's, it never feels, it never feels busy. So you, you mentioned your, almost upon your hundredth day, which is quite a milestone. Um, when you have a transplant, everything is looking great and you actually might be leaving Kathy's house soon. You're, you're so amazing. What would you want others to know about Kathy's house after 
this experience that you've been going through? Yeah, for me, like it's, it's been one of those things that has saved my life, legitimately saved my life. And I think other people here, when they look back, will say the exact same thing. You don't know what would have happened if you'd have stayed somewhere else. And to take the stress off with not only the, the pricing, but the cleanliness and all the amenities, having a place to exercise and a place to different places outside to sit and relax and, and get the stress off. And this place um, might save your life. It is so much better that, to stay here than anywhere else. If you have major illness and you need a transplant or you're going to be here for a while and you're from somewhere out of town, there, this is a no-brainer. Um, this is where you need to go. There, there is nowhere else that is a better option. What you get here, especially for the money, the value um, between the staff and the, the level of facility that this is, is um, really unmatched. The, the, the laundry facilities, the kitchens, the, the uh, compassionate care of the staff, you know, you're, you're just not going to get that anywhere. It's literally impossible. And, and so, yeah, I think people just need to know that this is a lot safer place. It's very comfortable. Um, there's really nice living spaces from on multiple levels. This, this is one of those uh, things that is going to be an integral part of keeping you alive. Having, having family here and my mom um, as my caregiver, my brother obviously saved my life by giving me stem cells and the uh, T12 staff at St. Luke's has been absolutely phenomenal. There's so many people that have a hand in, in keeping somebody like myself alive throughout this. So, uh, but, but like I said, I put Kathy's house right up there. If they, they are in the, uh, they are in the MVP list. It, it's a very, very big deal to be able to come here and, and, and have this, have this as an option of, of a place that you can heal and, 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 uh, get your, get your treatment, you know, when it, when you're really, really kind of on the ropes. So, yeah. Matt, what one last thing before we go? Is there like one spot that you tend to hang out if it's not in your room? Yeah, I've got two of them. Um, where I'm sitting right now is uh, one of them, and that's the the screen house. I'm very light sensitive now, unfortunately, so getting out of the sun is is nice. And I'll sit up upstairs at night and kind of watch the sunset from the many rocking chairs out front. I really like those. I'll, I'll grab maybe an evening cup of coffee or whatever, you know, and just maybe call, call my dad. Well, Matt, I really appreciate you taking the time to share a little about your journey. It is such a complex journey. So it's, it's really nice to be able to hear how you've managed all of this. And um, I'm glad you're almost at day 100. I'm glad you're feeling good. I'm glad Kathy's house could be there for you. We don't want you to stay forever. So we wish you the very, 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 very best. Thank you very much. Appreciate that a lot. And, um, you know, um, hopefully I never have to come back, you know. Right. Um, only but, to visit, but, only to visit. Yeah. Kathy's house will always, will always have a special place in my heart. As much as I'm looking forward to maybe having a little bit more normalcy, I still got a ways to go until it's full, fully normal. It's going to be a couple years until everything's back to normal. But um, this this place and the people here um, will always have a special place in my heart. The people, you know, I, I, 
I, uh, I always look at even the, some of the benches that have advertising on and, and, you know, like if I ever run into people from those companies, they, I will let them know that, you know, that those make th those donations have made a difference. So, um, you know, having amenities that somebody donated or flowers outside, th those things are nice to see. And it, it makes this, it makes this less stressful and it calms you and you feel a lot more normal when you're under a lot of stress. Thanks, Matt. You're always welcome to come back and visit your friends at Kathy's house. It was awkward to move in here. Kind of like you, you sort of move in, right? It's not the same as moving, but it's moving in. And it's going to be awkward to leave these stages. These are huge, huge stages yeah. when you're dealing with this. Like it, you know, there's times you think this is never going to end, right? You know, right. it's never going to, but, but you do, you get through it. You start feeling better. Everybody told me you'd start feeling better. Lo, lo and behold, I started feeling better. So awesome. Good. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed conversations with Kathy's house and would like to learn more, visit our website, kathyshouse.org. That's K-A-T-H-Y-S hyphen house.org. And you can subscribe to Conversations with Kathy's House wherever you listen to podcasts.